June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Southern California oil spill. We are in the midst of a potential ecological disaster. Supreme Court opens new term. There might be some very dramatic decisions. Facebook whistleblower. Facebook over and over again has shown it chooses profit over safety. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, cleanup crews are working hard to contain a massive oil spill off Huntington Beach, California, 40 miles south of L.A. CBS's Lily Luciano reports it now covers about 13 square miles in the Pacific Ocean. Thick pockets of sludge continue to wash up along some of Southern California's most popular beaches this morning, coating everything from the sand to the wildlife. The smell hits you, and there is just gunk everywhere. At least 126,000 gallons of oil began pouring into the Pacific Ocean over the weekend from an underwater pipeline about four and a half miles offshore. Amplify Energy, which owns the pipeline, shut the line down and suctioned out the remaining oil. The company's CEO also pledged full cooperation with the cleanup effort. We are investigating the source and potential cause of this incident. Officials have deployed more than 2,000 feet of protective booms and skimming equipment to try to slow the spread of the oil and prevent any further damage to sensitive marshlands. The U.S. Supreme Court begins a new term today. CBS's Jan Crawford says in-person arguments will be heard for the first time since the start of the pandemic. And the issue of abortion is front and center. Over the weekend, protesters left no doubt what's at stake. My the most significant challenge to Roe versus Wade in a generation. A case asking the justices to uphold Mississippi's ban on abortions after 15 weeks. This is the only clinic in the state of Mississippi. Shannon Brewer is director of the clinic in Jackson. I've been here through a lot of different laws that we fought. This is the one that I can honestly say worries me more than any of them. The justices will hear arguments in the case in December, with Justice Amy Coney Barrett replacing liberal icon Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Abortion opponents hope this court could finally overturn Roe. And there are other contentious cases that surely will divide the justices. In November, the court takes up a major gun rights case challenging a New York law that limits who can carry a concealed weapon for self-defense. It also will decide a religious rights case, whether a tuition assistance program in Maine that bans state money from going to religious schools amounts to discrimination. Correspondent Ed O'Keefe has the latest on the Democratic divide that threatens President Biden's huge social spending plan. On Sunday in Arizona, activists followed Senator Kirsten Sinema into a ladies' room, angered by her opposition to a $3.5 trillion social policy bill. Build back 
In Washington, other activists have even circled the houseboat of West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, who tried addressing their concerns. And I know it won't be enough for some, it'll be too much for others. As other top Democrats say, they'll keep at it. Our goal is to get it done in the next month both bills and get them passed. The bipartisan infrastructure bill is expected to eventually pass in the House, but only if a deal is reached on the size and scope of the much larger second bill, packed with changes in health care, education, housing, and climate change policy. The New York Times reports Johnson & Johnson will ask government regulators this week to authorize its COVID-19 vaccine booster shot, a vaccine mandate taking hold today for New York City school teachers. As of Friday, 93% of teachers had received at least one dose. A former Facebook data scientist who says she was the whistleblower who leaked internal company research on Instagram's impact on teens tells 60 Minutes the social network routinely chooses profit over safety. Facebook has realized that if they change the algorithm to be safer, people will spend less time on the site They'll click on less ads. They'll make less money. Francis Haugen, who will testify to Congress later this week, says there needs to be more federal regulation. She alleges the company turned off safeguards to stop misinformation after the election, indicating that contributed to the January attack at the U.S. Capitol. Facebook has called her claims misleading. Two American scientists, David Julius and Artem Papuchin, share the Nobel Prize for Medicine. They were cited for their discovery of receptors for temperature and touch. A lot of sentimental touches last night in Foxborough, Massachusetts, as the legendary Tom Brady returned to face his old team, the New England Patriots, and the fans who cheered him on for years. Tom brought six Super Bowls. You absolutely <laughs> applaud the GOAT, whatever he does. And what he did last night was engineer a 19-17 win on NBC, and he hugged his old coach, Bill Belichick, afterwards. I had the best memories. My kids were born here. You know, it's just a great town. It's a great city. It's a great area. I love it up here. You know, I have so many people that I have relationships with. But, you know, this was about this team coming up here to win. This wasn't about one player. This was about our entire team to go on the road and beat a good team, which we did. And in the process, Brady passed Drew Brees for tops on the all-time passing yards list. He's got 80,560. Nine of the 24 players on Cuba's national team at an under-23 tournament in Mexico defected. Cuba called the players' actions vile abandonments after the team lost the bronze medal game. Several investigations are getting underway into the sexual misconduct scandal that has rocked women's professional soccer. CBS's Linda Kenyon. A three-woman executive committee has been named to oversee league operations. In addition, former U.S. Attorney Sally Yates will lead an independent investigation into the league's handling of harassment and sexual coercion allegations against a former coach. The league fired North Carolina's Paul Riley after two former players accused him of harassment and sexual coercion. But the question is why he was able to continue coaching even after the players brought their concerns to the league. Tonight's Powerball lottery prize is worth $670 million, the seventh-largest jackpot of all time. These players in California are hopeful. I plan on winning it big, buying myself a, maybe a yacht or okay, uh, a house. I don't know, maybe a mansion? <laughs> <laughs> and a cleaner to go with it. Saturday night's was the 40th consecutive drawing without a big winner. A funny and warm tribute over the weekend on TV. Michael Che and Colin Joe spent the last few minutes of Weekend Update during SNL's season premiere remembering Norm MacDonald. Norm is the reason that I ever wanted to do Weekend Update, and so 
Tonight, we thought we'd turn the last few jokes of update over to Norm. President Clinton officially came out against same-sex marriages. What's more, the president said he is not too crazy about opposite-sex marriages either. <laughs> McDonald hosted the fake news segment during his time on SNL in the 90s. He died last month from cancer at 61. Good night and good luck. Monica Ricks, CBS News, New York. Amazon says it's releasing Black Friday-style deals now, saying there are deep discounts in all categories, including fashion and electronics. On certain days this month and next, individual brands will have days when there will be limited-time offers for more savings. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's what's up? So The Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about The Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Want, I want to know about you. Oh. Enough. We, 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 people see everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast. Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.